0: Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical
1: costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once, it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it.
1: Hello, and welcome to Better Than Yesterday. I'm Osha Ginsberg, and thank you so much for listening to this show. This is Better Than Yesterday. It's a podcast that's designed to help you make today a little bit better than yesterday, something that you hear today guaranteed to help you make today better than yesterday. That's what I'm here to do. That's what I've been here doing here every Monday and Friday since 2013, and I'm bloody grateful for it. I love doing this podcast. I love the people I meet during this podcast. I love the interactions with the people who listen to this podcast, I'm really, really grateful for it. And I love working with the people to make this show as well. It's freaking great. So thank you so much to uh, everybody. If you're listening to this right now, I'm thanking you. This podcast is um, out every Monday and Friday. On uh, Mondays, I speak with a guest, and on Fridays, I speak with you. And um, there's a gajillion other episodes to check in with to go and listen to if you like. Thanks to everyone that did write in and support me around the check in on Friday. I talked about vaccinations on Friday. And I guess the idea of like, at what point are you willing to admit that you might not be right? And um, what distortions of reality are you pushing around to try and protect yourself from that admission? I really appreciate all the messages of support that I got online, both on Instagram and on the emails. I'm, I'm very, very grateful for that. It does bend my head quite a bit, but I have to remember that you know, people who are down that rabbit hole, uh, they are a long way down. And um, it's very scary and very frightening, and not unlike various other reality distortion kind of manipulations that we've talked about on this show, you know, there's a great threat to changing your mind publicly about it. So, you know, there's a kind of like almost a double protection within there to not only accuse the person that might be challenging your internal belief, but also to not want to do it, even though if you think it might be right, because then you might then ostracize yourself, ostracize yourself from a community of people you've now found yourself in that you found a great amount of uh, resonance with. But that's what people have fallen for that for decades, hundreds of years. Anyway, thanks for being here. If you do need me, email me, email at gmail.com or grab me on Instagram, osher underscore Ginsburg. Uh, are you okay? Did you get that thing done? The thing we talked about last week? Did you start? Did you take the first step, the first itty bitty step? It's okay if you didn't. You got a chance now. What's that thing that you were going to do? You know, make a phone call. Make a phone call. I made a phone call this week. I made a phone call to a university admissions office. Yep, you heard right. I made a phone call to a university admissions office. That's a thing I've it's fucking massive and terrifying, but that's the thing that I uh, I did. Can you hear Wolf? Wolf's room's above this one. Having a chat. I think he's getting his nappy changed. And he's got his butt in the breeze. <laughs> you know, I mean, i I'm, I make noises when my, my, my bum's out in the breeze, that's for sure. But thanks thanks heaps for everybody that did get in touch. Are you doing okay? Are you doing all right? Are the people around you okay? Are you doing what you can with what you have where you are? Are you controlling the things you can as best you can to get that internal locus of control? Are you eating right? Are you preparing your own food? It's a bit tricky to reach for the high fructose corn syrup or the monosodium glutamate when you're cooking with you know whole food ingredients. You can you know, put meat in there. I don't particularly care what you put in your mouth, but that's a bloody good start. If you do have time to cook, and you know you don't have to cook anything fancy. It's not Master MasterChef, mate. We're not going to throw everything in the, you know, liquid nitrogen bloody pan. Whatever the hell they do with the gloves and the glasses and all that malarkey, no. But are you cooking for yourself? Are you making yourself some simple meals from you know raw ingredients, whole food ingredients, because that's a bloody good place to start. You know, like I said, you're not going to be you're not going to be reaching for some sort of hydrogenated something oil. Or well, some sort of weird shit like that. Uh, I don't have that in my cupboard. I'm sure you don't either. But you can make sure that you put good fuel into your body by you know, taking the time. That's right, Frank. That's right. I appreciate it. He agrees with me. He agrees with me. Are you sleeping right? Are you doing everything you can to sleep right? Are you protecting that sleep? Have you got yourself a good bedtime? Are you getting off that social media? Are you, are you looking at your screen time and how that affects your internal emotional situation, especially in the last half hour, hour before bed? Are you? Oh, oh, we put the uh, we put the gravity blanket back on the bed, and Audrey's been underneath it lately, and damn, she's loving it. Are you moving right? Are you going for a walk? Are you uh, throwing in a few squats or a few push-ups against the counter where you can? Are you being with others? Where you can, obviously, you know, you've got to be careful around community transmission of COVID nineteen. We don't, nobody knows if they've got it. But you know, are you connecting with other human beings where you can? Are you being healthy around your interactions with other people? Are you, are you being a bit of a loner, or are you reaching out and asking if others are okay? And there's a big thing with asking if others are okay because that, that pushes and squeezes the kind of empathy valve in your brain, which does help things work. It does help things work as you go through your day. Very important. I would thoroughly recommend you, you spend 10 to 15 minutes or 20 minutes on the phone with somebody. I love you listening to this podcast, but I would prefer it if you're driving or commuting and you own a car to get on the phone and call someone and have a chat. Ask how they're going. Ask if you can be of any help. Get out of your own head. And um, yeah, I'll say once again, exercise. Exercise is really important. Doesn't have to be much. It's going to be go for a walk, go for a half hour walk, but give your body the gift of the hormones that it needs to change mood states and just shift mood states from uh, either a shit mood to a good mood or if you get peaked and freaked out or triggered or whatever. The ability to then kind of have yourself calm back down again you got to have those those hormone levels elevated in your body so you can do that. And if you haven't been exercising, you haven't given yourself the gift of that dopamine, that serotonin, that norepinephrine, those endorphins. Oh, I had some good endorphins the other day. I had to go to the doctor for a thing. And she's like, do you want some anesthetic cream?" I said, no, no, I'll be fine. And um, she put the spiky thing in my body and and she's like, are you all right? so yeah, yeah, I'm fine. It's just an electrical signal. The pain's just an electrical signal. And, you know, it didn't not hurt, but... Only took a couple of seconds and there was the endorphins. Oh, the natural pain relievers. Bloody good. I was feeling a bit shit the other day. That's the other thing. I was feeling a bit shit the other day. and I was like, oh, fuck. I've got... I think it's just the cold. It's just the cold, right? But I've got to do the right thing. And so I went and got uh, got tested for the old uh, the old COVID-19, the old SARS-CoV-2. So I got in the car and I, I drove down to the Bondi Pavilion where they've got a drive-through. Australians are great. Drive-through Bottle-O. Drive through. I mean, America's got drive through banks, but we've got drive through bottlers, we've got, we've got drive through COVID testing, which is great. And there was a, I thought, I'll go down, I'll go there, go down early on Monday and I'll, you know, I'll get the, do the right thing. I've got, you know, a bit of a symptoms. Don't think it's anything. I don't think it's just a little cold that I picked up off one of the kids. I should be fine. I get there. I think about 120 other people had the same idea. So uh, I sat in line there for ages and, um, like I just told you, you know, I was feeling a bit weird and like, oh, what if, you know, my brain's going for it? Uh, if I'm positive, I won't be able to go to work. And then fuck, what am I going to do? Cause no one else can do my job and da at all. Somebody else might do my job. And then if I can lose my job, off it went. So do the right thing. Know what you're doing, right? Call somebody. So I called on the person, I called a mate who does a lot of work in the, in the public space, public event space. And I just asked him how he's going, you know, so obviously he hasn't been working. What's going on, man? How can I help? What's going on? Tell me about your day. What's going on? How, how can I... Do you need anything? And I talked to him for about 20 minutes. And that helped a lot. And what was wonderful is that as we spoke, because this is the bloody incredible thing about living by the coast in Sydney, man, some whales came by. I'm sitting there on the phone to my friend and two humpback whales just start breaching off of Bondi just playing. Oi, oh, hey, nature is just the best. It was great. Anyway, then a lovely lady with a big, long, you know, tickle stick with a spike on the end of it, of cotton buds, um, shoved it down and tickled the back of my eyeballs with it. And um, it really, it felt like I snorted a line of wasabi. That's what it felt like. You know, put my head back into the car seat and in it went. She scraped around in there and it wasn't uh, comfortable, but I've honestly, I've snorted worse things, guys. I really have. I've put more terrible things in my nose. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I did. I got a text back 24 hours later saying, you're negative, you're good to go. So that was nice. But I had to go and get that done because it's important. You got to go do it. You got to go do it. I'm not going to lie. It's not comfortable, but it's uh, better than the alternative. And it is the thing that we need to do right now in our community to make sure that everyone is safe. And um, yeah. So yeah, that's what I had to do. <laughs> I had another one today, actually. <laughs> I'd have another one today. Uh, that was for a different thing, though. I'm doing a thing for somebody, and they said, oh, can you, do you mind if you get tested before you come do this thing for us? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I'll go get tested. That'll be fine. So twice in a week. Hooray! That's all good. Anyway. Quality sleep is
0: essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side?
1: It's been great to get your emails. Thank you very much. You can always email me, sandosharemail at gmail.com. Annie, uh, your boyfriend, Will, loves you a lot. He loves you enough to ask me if I could make a video. Oh, a video to say happy birthday to you. Will, i um, not making a video, but I'm putting Annie's name on this podcast forever for everyone to hear. So happy birthday, Annie. Good on you. Sarah has written a great uh, email sending me a photo from Burma Gui. She's on the way between Sydney and Melbourne. And she's driving, and it says glorious picture of the beach and some rolling green hills. Listening to the podcast with me and Dr. Mark Cross, which is a great chat. If you've not heard that one, brilliant, brilliant episode. I love him so much. And We had a really good talk about lockdown and how your brain works in anxiety and the purposes of anxiety and why it was an important thing to have and you know how we can get around it. He's a, probably one of the greatest psychiatrists I've ever spoken to, and. Um, you know a brilliant author and a great health communicator in that. He uh, is a really highly renowned, and very highly regarded psychiatrist in the in the field. and he's an author and he suffers from anxiety. So he's writing uh, with skin in the game. That's really good. Linda sent an email with um A bit of support for the check-in about vaccines again. Thank you, Linda. I really appreciate that. And Bonnie is uh, studying at the moment and has a... She sent a photo of what she's looking at out the window, but I kind of zoomed in because there's a note on the wall. And so Bonnie's studying right now, listening. And she's got a note on the wall that says, the average carbon atom in your body has been used by 20 other living organisms before you get to it. And your body contains over 1 trillion carbon atoms that were at one time part of someone you know. Bonnie, that's got me really thinking because I, I used to have these kind of conversations with uh, Matt Agnew, Dr. Matt Agnew, our um, our bachelor last year, cause he's an astrophysicist and I, you know, we had these kind of conversations and he would always blow my mind when he talked to me about things like the Big Bang and then, then he says, oh, have you heard of the Big Bounce? I'm like, what's the Big Bounce, mate? He goes, oh, this is going to blow your mind. Um, so, you know, the Big Bang, it started as nothing and then it exploded and it's all moving in an outward direction. I said, yeah. He says, well, the Big Bounce is the theory that it eventually all slows down and then starts collapsing back in on itself and becomes a singularity once again. And right now we are in the trillionth iteration of all of these, the combination of all these atoms. And I just kind of went, oh my God. And then like the girls all pile out of the the cars and then they come on down. Morning ladies. Like that's the kind of stuff he would drop on me right before all the girls walked in on the group dates. But I remember asking him once and I say, you know, is it probable, Matt, is it probable that you know there's an atomic bond from the air in my lungs that is you know unless I close my throat that air is connected to the atmosphere I'm just sipping in a little bit of the atmosphere with my lungs so the atoms inside my lungs right now are connected to each other there's a bond that connects each one of them and then essentially that is the same with every other person's lungs on the planet and so right now connected on an atomic level with every living human being on the planet and he goes yeah yeah you are <laughs> yeah we really are one we really can't can't escape that can we you know we, we essentially we're, we're living in a closed system you know the, the vast amount of our planet is beneath our feet and this tiny 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 little sliver exists we're all up to our ankles in sky if you think about it you know Between the ground beneath our feet and space, it's really not that much. This itty-bitty layer of gas that we live inside. And it's a closed system, all right? Between the sea or the dirt and space, there's a finite amount of atmosphere. And everything that we need to live is contained within that space. All the food we need all the air that we need to breathe is contained within that space. And I, I had a bit of a Bonnie. This, this email kind of sent me on a bit of a journey, and I kind of I had a bit of a, a bit of a deep dive on this. And um, turns out, Bonnie, that not only does that my body contain atoms that were a part of somebody that I know. My body has approximately one atom from every breath that every human has ever taken. Um, the science is from this article by a bloke called Ethan Siegel, which I would thoroughly recommend you check out. But how's that? We, not only do we have hundreds of billions of atoms that were once in somebody else's body, we have approximately one atom in our body from every breath that every human has ever taken in history. So there's parts of my body that are in your body right now, if you'll listen to this, and parts of your body that are in my body right now. Atoms. There's atoms of me in you and atoms of you in me and atoms of us in Beyonce and atoms of Beyonce in us, and every person who's ever lived in history, the heroes, the villains, the victims, the victors, every single person in history that ever lived, there is an atom of that person inside our body. (laughs) (laughs) We really aren't separate. We really aren't. People are running around saying... It's them, it's not us. Or it's us, it's not them. Or you can't have this flag, but you can't have that one. Or you can't have this statue, but you can't have that one. There is no separation between us. (laughs) There's nothing. No. We literally are all the same. We're the same thing on an atomic level. And that bends my melon. That bends my melon completely. Oh, I'm grateful that I didn't have to, you know, sit by a wasker in a Peruvian sweat tent to come to that. But holy moly, man, when I first kind of got this email from Bonnie and I pondered on it, I think I stared at the wall for about 20 minutes, just with my head expanding in every direction, trying to understand what the f- what? And that you know, I had this overwhelming feeling that friends who have done ayahuasca or people who have done a lot of acid have spoken of. Um, I have never done psychedelics that I know of because I've always knew that my brain would not do well. I have a hard enough time holding on to reality as it is. And um, people who I've known that have been on psychedelics or taken DMT or things like that, they have this extraordinary sense of oneness and this extraordinary sense of we are all the same thing. Uh, just in, you know, 7 billion different parts. But it's true, it's real. We really are. We really, really are. And there are no borders. <laughs> you look up from, look down from space, and it's, nah, there's, there's blue, there's green, there's clouds, and we're all in it. And we all live, and we all have to live within this tiny, tiny sliver of gas that's above the sea and below the space. And, um, yeah, I guess the sooner that we can kind of figure that out, that we all have a right to live above the sea and below the space and that nothing really is different between us and that even the most horrible person on earth, there's an atom from that person inside you and me. And even the most wonderful, most incredible, most compassionate, most empathic, most powerful person on earth. Spiritually powerful, person on earth. There's an atom of that person in you and me. So it's all in us, all at once. (laughs) I have to go have a lie down. (laughs) We really are all one. We are all in this together. You, me, everyone, everyone. And I guess the thing I was saying to my friend this morning was, And I did exactly what I told you, you know, we were texting and I couldn't text fast enough. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to FaceTime him. It was the morning. We both had bedhead. I don't give a shit. And we had a chat. Even the people that common moral observance would consider are the shittest people on earth. Even those people believe they're doing the right thing. That is their motivation. All right. They all feel they're doing the right thing. I feel I'm doing the right thing talking to you about vaccines and why vaccines are important. But people who are arguing with me on Instagram, they feel they're doing the right thing. When Scott Morrison takes coal into parliament, he feels he's doing the right thing. He thinks it's the best idea ever. And in fact, he's saving you and me from something that he's convinced is going to happen if we don't burn coal. Their intentions are pure. They really believe they're doing the best thing for themselves and for others. And, uh, you know, it's, it's what you are as well. It's what I am. We are all one, man. We are all one. Holy shit. Uh, Thanks, Bonnie. That did send me off a bit of a rant there. Crikey. It was like 15 minutes. i started talking about that shit for. Wow. Sorry about that. Hey, uh, Monday. Epic show on Monday. I can't wait for you to hear it. Helen Haynes. She's a fascinating woman. She's formerly a midwife, a mother of three. Ended up in Sweden doing... Very important and very interesting research on um, the role of fear in childbirth, both in expectant mothers and fathers. And then is now the the independent federal member for the seat of Indi, which is, well, I guess, you know, probably from the north end of Melbourne right up to the uh, New South Wales border. It encompasses towns like, I think, Bermagui's in there. and Not Bermagui, I just said that. <laughs> Wodonga is the big one. Wodonga's where they are and... Falls Creek, Mount Hotham, all that stuff. Like, extraordinary woman. And we had this whole conversation about participatory democracy, community-led electricity generation, microgrids, climate change. And it's a first for this podcast because Wolfie was supposed to be asleep, but he's fighting a one-man war on his gums because he's teething right now. And Audrey was slaughtered because she was up all night with him. And he he was supposed to have, be asleep, but he, he he just like, screw you guys. I want to be awake. And Helen, bless her heart, she goes, I said, look, I'm sorry I'm late. I'm just, you know, I had to get the baby and give him to Audrey. Audrey's on the couch trying to have a nap. And she's like, bring the baby. I used to be a midwife. Bring the baby. So Wolfie, the legend, sat on my lap for an hour and 10 while I chatted with Helen Haynes, while I chatted with a federal member of parliament. And so Wolfie's there the whole time. And it's freaking delightful because he chats and he has a conversation. He says hello every now and again. It's so cool. I can't wait for you to hear it. All right, I better jet. Thank you, Andy Ma, for cutting this uh, episode together. Thank you very much to Rachel Barrett for being an executive producer of my life. Thank you very much to Haley for all the socials this week and letting me know what everyone's saying on Instagram. If you need me, send us your email at gmail.com. Thank you, Mike Mills, for the music. Please tell a friend about this podcast. That really makes a massive difference. If you were just to tell somebody anywhere in the world, just tell someone, hey, this show, you go listen to this show. You don't believe me about that Adams thing? Listen to this guy. He'll explain it. I'd really appreciate that. If you tell another person about this show, that is the very, very best thing you can do for me. All right. Until I speak to you on Monday with Helen Haynes, sleep well, dream of beautiful things. <music>